Welcome to the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business Podcast. I'm Melissa Lieberman, a fellow IC and business coach. On this podcast, I teach you to become a consistently booked independent consultant without becoming a pushy salesperson or working 24-7. If I can do it, you can too. Listen on to find out how. Welcome back. I'm so glad you've joined me today. Today's topic on this episode is how to know if it's time to stop your IC business and return back to full-time corporate. I know this is a question that plagues so many of you, so I want to dive into a framework today to help you decide when and if it's ever time to go back. But first, before we dive in, I have to say thank you to ATL Fan 304 who left me my first review in Apple. I want to say thank you so much. They say they know me, but I don't know who it is. So I just have to give a shout out and say thank you. They said, Melissa is the expert you need. Dig in, lean into the expertise in this podcast. I have known Melissa for a couple of years now, and she absolutely can help you with the growth of your IC business. She can help you avoid costly mistakes and get to the growth much faster than on your own. I highly recommend her work and her podcasts. So I just have to say thank you, ATL Fan 304 I really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to put in that review, and I'm glad that this podcast is useful. So now let's dive into the topic for today. Is it time? How do you know if it's time to go back to a full-time corporate career? I hear from so many of you that the business feels heavy, it feels like a grind, and you're starting to question if it's for you or not, and you feel really torn and worrying. And so I just want to share with you first a story about myself and how I gave up the option to go back to corporate, and then share with you a framework you can decide whether or not that's a good choice for you. So let's just dive into my story first. I remember a time, it was about six years ago now, we had moved back from Hawaii where we lived for three or four years and back to the mainland, as I call it, and I was offered a full-time COO role. It was back closer to uh, you know, to companies where I could work more easily and was offered a full-time COO role with the company trying to pull me away from my management consulting work. And it was really tempting. At the time, the title, the title was so tempting. I was on the cusp of achieving a C-level title before I left corporate and went into management consulting. And so that stature was really kind of tempting to me. And it was also, it felt really so much more predictable. As many of you say to me, it was, it felt like this full-time role in corporate would be more predictable. I would be back into that corporate environment that I was used to thriving in and have a title that I thought for a long time in my life was important to me. But I ended up saying no. And they tried to talk me into working part-time, all these different you know, adjustments to try to lure me back. And I said, no. I said, no. I had started building a, a consulting business and I bet on myself. I decided that the title wasn't important anymore, that me building something that was my own, where I had control over who I worked with, how I worked, and 
how much money I was making, how much time I was spending. I wanted to keep that control. And I realized that that COO goal that I had set so long ago was no longer important. And so since then, I've bet on myself so many other times. When the pipeline gets low and you start feeling tempted to go back in, you know, back into something more stable. I've been tempted to go back in between projects when there was no income coming in at that point. I've been tempted to go back when my corporate clients, my consulting clients are trying to hire me full time. And at one point, I was really tempted to go back when a client, I had given them notice, they kept extending. And I, you know, I allowed them, I, I was part of that. It wasn't uh, me being held hostage or anything. I had given them notice. They kept extending, kept extending. I think it went on for maybe an extra year. And I knew it was past time for me to go from a management consulting perspective, but it still was really hard walking out at the end and giving up that repeatable income to go all in on my coaching business. And I'm so glad I did looking back take all of those opportunities to bet on myself. So my point in sharing this with you is to say that I've been there. I've been tempted both by full-time roles that seemed like they really mapped to what I wanted and, and turning them down, as well as tempted by the concern over stability and was this really something I could succeed at. And so with that, let's dive in today to think about and work on a framework for you to decide whether or not it's the right time to return to corporate. There is no right answer, right? You have to decide for yourself. And so I want to walk you through a framework today to help you get to that decision for yourself. So first, before we dive in to the steps, I want to focus a little bit on the three things not to do. I see these things happening a lot, and I want to focus in on them and highlight that these are three things that you definitely don't want to fall into the trap. The first is being on the fence, being half in and half out, constantly questioning and second guessing and really contemplating if the grass is greener. What would it be like to go back to corporate? Kind of constantly dreaming about that and wondering if your life would be easier or somehow more fulfilled if you went back to corporate. I just want to point out to you that this state of being on the fence, your brain is designed to find evidence to support whatever you're thinking. So if you're constantly thinking, well, maybe corporate is better for me right now, your brain is going to find all that evidence to support that thought versus you're an IC right now thinking and purposefully finding the evidence to support what you're doing now. If you can see this being on the fence is so draining and increases the amount of worry and anxiety. And I'll give you the framework so that you don't have to be on the fence here in a minute. Number two, thinking there's a right answer. A lot of times this comes from what we think is highly valued in our society, right? Or by our peers or by our family or by our former colleagues or current colleagues, thinking that there's a right answer for us, that there's a right thing to do, and somehow being in corporate or being an IC, one of those is more valuable than the other. There is no right answer. There's a right answer for you at a point in time, but there's nothing that you should be doing or that should be influencing your decision about what is right or wrong. So avoid that trap as well. 
And then the third trap is thinking that going back to corporate will fix everything. I just want to repeat that. A lot of times we think when we go back to corporate, when and if we go back to corporate, that it's somehow going to be the same and maybe even better than when we left before. But I just want to point out to you that you can't undo the fact that you've been an IC. You can't undo the fact that you've had a taste of being a business owner. It's like you can't unsee something, right? And so when and if you choose to go back to corporate, you have to know that your point of reference, the way that you now see that environment is going to ultimately be different because you've had this experience. It doesn't make it good or bad, but it will be different. And a lot of times people think it's going to feel and be the same as when they left and that maybe they could find a new job where some of the reasons why they left don't exist and it will all be roses. But that's just not the case with anything, right? And so the other thing I want to point out with respect to this third trap is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're trying to get back into corporate because you feel like it's going to reduce the amount of worry or the amount of anxiety or the amount of fear, you're going to take those things with you. How you do one thing is how you do everything. It just gets redirected. You're not as afraid about a gap in your income, but you might you're probably redirect that fear into something else like a fear of retention or a fear of longevity or a fear of being pushed to the side, the way our brain operates, it just redirects that fear into something else. So those three traps are what I really want to point out to you today. Don't fall into those. Don't be on the fence. Don't think there's a right answer that you have to somehow find. And don't think that going back to corporate is going to just magically fix everything on its own. So with that, hopefully those three traps will really help you get into a productive frame of mind as I walk you through a framework that you can use to decide if it's time for you to go back to corporate or not. And so the three questions that you want to ask yourself are number one, if any option I'm considering turned out to be wildly successful, what would I choose? Again, if either option, if either going back to corporate or staying and remaining in my IC business is going to turn out wildly successful, what would I choose? Think about that from the vantage point of five years from now, for example. If it's five years from now and you're wildly successful in either one of those, what is it that you want for yourself? And it is for you and yourself, what you want about you. It's not about this should that I was talking about earlier, the prestige of a title, for example, or the the name of a company that you might be working for. I know for me, that was really tempting to go back to corporate just for those things. But when I was honest with myself, I saw that I was really getting tempted based on me caring more about other people's opinions about where I was working and what the title was more than what I really wanted for my own professional trajectory and my lifestyle. So think about that for you. If you could make either of these options successful, what would you want and for your own reasons? And then let's just take a guess right now, since you're listening to this podcast, that the answer could be that you want to be an IC. You chose this for a reason and you want to continue down a path that leads you to success. 
So I have two more questions to ask for you to ask yourself if that's the case. And they're predicated on the idea that right now you're struggling about deciding whether you want to go back to corporate or not. Based on that, I'm going to make the assumption that your business isn't yet where you want it to be. So with that in mind, the two questions are, number one, where have you dabbled in your business to date? Where are you dabbling versus being all in? Where have you not given your IC business a true fighting chance? That's the first question. And the second question is, how can I truly go all in on my IC business if that's the direction that I want to commit to? So once you have those questions answered for yourself, and let's again assume that for right now you choose that you want to double down on your IC business, then what I encourage you to do is number one, commit. And by commit, I mean that you're not entertaining any other options. You're not going back into this on the fence mode. You're not going into this back into this zone of debating whether or not you made a good choice. Go all in on the choice that you made and set a time frame for which you're going to do that. It could be for the next 90 days, I'm going all in. I'm going to work on my business as well as in my business. So I'll be delivering for projects, but I'll also be doing the business development that's required to run a business. I'm going to go all in and give my business a fighting chance for the next 90 days or the next 180 days, whatever that looks like for you. And choose the specific date that you're going to revisit. And in the meantime, whenever those temptations come up to entertain the other ideas, the other options, you shut that down. It doesn't mean that you don't ever think about it again, but it means for that period of time that you committed, it's not on your radar screen. It's not tempting you like the little devil on your shoulder. And then after you do that, after you commit and after you choose a date to revisit, the earliest date that you'll revisit, go to work implementing. Don't think about how you're going to do it or wonder what the best approach will be or consider how to do your business development in the most comfortable way possible. None of that. Make your commitment, pick a date that you're going to commit through, and go implement every day, every day on your business development. It doesn't mean that you're going to be spending five hours a day doing it, but even 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, whatever that looks like for you, all in on your business development, in addition to your project delivery, and evaluate as you go what's working, what techniques are working, what techniques aren't working, and why. And commit to being the successful business owner ahead of time. Operate as if you're already at the end of that period of time and you crushed it. Don't operate from the perspective of, oh, I'll see if this works, or I hope this works, or I'll kind of Dip my toe into the water. None of that. Decide what you want to do. Pick a date, implement, and evaluate. It's a simple formula, and it just puts that consistency in place. So that is the framework for you to decide whether or not it's time for you to return back to corporate. And I want to give you a little bit of homework for today after this episode. I want these episodes to be actionable for you. So with that, ask yourself, How long do I want to commit to my IC business, assuming that's what I chose? If any option I'm considering turned out to be wildly successful, what would I choose? And if the answer is independent consultant, I'm going to go in on all of my independent consultant business for the next 
90 days or 180 days or till the end of the year, whatever the time frame is, then you use that principle I gave you. You commit, you implement, and you evaluate all until the date that you chose. And then you can redecide again. You're not going back and forth, which also means that you're setting a personal standard for yourself. You're going to stop those three traps that I shared at the beginning. You're not going to think about for the next period of time, if the grass is greener, you're not going to think that there's one right answer and you might be making the wrong answer. And you're not going to be thinking that going into corporate is going to somehow fix and be easier than what you're doing right now. You're going to set a personal standard if you decide to go in all in on your IC business and not go back to corporate. You're going to set that personal standard and then you're going to commit and implement and evaluate and give it your all until you hit that date. So I hope today's episode was helpful. I would love to hear more about what you've decided, and I will talk with you again next week. Thanks for joining me this week on the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business podcast. If you liked today's episode, I have three quick next steps for you. First, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Next, leave me a review in your podcast app so other independent consultants can find and benefit too. And finally, to put the ideas from today's episode into action, head over to melissalieberman.com for the show notes and more resources to help you grow your consulting practice from your first few projects into a full-fledged business. See you next week.